0: This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Today Dave and I want to explore what fly fishing has meant to our friendship. Our friendship began 35 years ago when we moved into the same dorm our freshman year of college. We weren't roommates but our rooms were next to each other. Well, about a week later Dave's roommate Scott took us on a backpacking trip in the Little Belt Mountains east of Great Falls, Montana and we fished a little creek and caught our fill of Brookies and Browns and that really launched our friendship and wow we've done a lot of stuff together over the years, haven't we? Sure have. We played pool
1: together. I, mean, I think we've even skied together yeah, once or twice. We even double dated together <laughs> and uh, even fought a forest fire together. Oh, man, that's right. Oh, it was wow. actually a legit forest fire. Yeah, it was. Remember, it was above that really nice house. Um, and yep. <laughs> the, the memory I have of that is after we you know, stomped out this small forest fire and I thought to myself you know i don't think i have any soot on my face (laughs) to show that i actually fought the fire so i i remember reaching down on a a a log and getting some you know soot putting it on my face coming down because of course
0: that played better with the women well that's right we had a double date that night i was just worried we're not gonna finish fighting this fire we're gonna miss our date so Oh, my goodness. You know, there's nothing like Uh, the heroism of a firefighter. Oh, I know. It plays so well. Yes, that's right. (laughs) It does. But nothing has brought us together quite like fly fishing has. So, Dave, why do you think fly fishing has played such an important role, more so than anything else that we've done together? Just last night, uh, my wife had a friend over, and she...
1: Uh, And the friend sat for two hours in our dining room and talked about life. I can't think of a worse way to spend two hours, (laughs) even with you, Steve, just saying. Oh, that hurts. (laughs) But um, I think for a lot of folks, uh, whether male or female, um, that's trying to stereotype. um, Some people like to fly fish alone. And uh, it's not something I've liked to do, um, but some people like to do it. And uh, I think one reason why I was so attracted to the movie A River Runs Through was it was about brothers fly fishing, which to me is so powerful, and and a father fishing with his sons or daughters. Um, But it was so emotional and so important. But I think for guys, at least, at least one archetype of guys is that we we need to be doing something to build a
0: friendship. Absolutely. In other words, Absolutely. we need to be doing something. Yep, Yeah, it might be hunting. It might be golf, although I hate golf because yeah, right, I'm a terrible golfer. I'm not good at that yeah. either. I just hate it.
1: I, you know what? I've noticed through the years you're either a golfer or a fly fisher. Right. Now, and there's a few that you know that do both, but yeah. we're fly fishers. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was thinking about the golden boy. Remember in our podcast on the six oh, fly yeah. fishing personalities? Yeah. Now, the golden boy... He or she can do both well. Yep, and, that's uh, right. I just, actually, I don't do either well, but I definitely do fly fishing better <laughs> no, than me. I do golf. But yeah, that's for sure. I think guys need to be doing something to build a friendship. Yep, I agree. So after I wrote my book, Death by Suburb, um, I was in Northern California on a book tour, and uh, a guy came up to me and said, you know, I'm 50 years old, and I really have no male friends in my life. Uh, I wow. didn't know what to say. And I was thinking yeah. one house sad. And then I thought when you need a friend is actually the worst time to go looking for a friend. Boy, that's so true because you're needy. Yep. Right. And so, I mean, who, do you want to be a friend with a guy who needs a friend? Yeah. You're like, um, Needy and uninteresting. Totally. Yep. Totally. So he had read the chapter on friendship in the suburbs and, you know, and he uh, wanted to be your friend, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. I thought, no, we're not going to email each yeah. other. Um, but in the, at least where I grew, live here in the suburbs, you know, so much of friendship is transactional. Like if your son is on the football team, on a winning team, all of a sudden you're great friends with all the football yeah. parents, right? There's this collegiality. Right. But after it ends. They go away. Yeah. They I've, totally go I've away. I've experienced that. Yep. Yeah. They so away. they're not friends, mm-hmm. at least not how I define yeah. friends. I mean, they're quasi friends, you I guess. Bet. But well, what else? So I think the second thing, I think one thing about fly fishing that makes it unique, perhaps different and maybe or maybe not but it is a it allows for long stretches of time in which we don't talk to each other you know the one memory i have of you and i through the years is that drive from gardner which is on the north side of yellowstone park Mm -hmm. to paradise uh to livingstone montana through paradise valley how long is that drive
0: oh gardner to livingstone probably about uh yeah it probably takes you about an hour and a half well I know that you've lived in the Valley. So you've made that,
1: you know, umpteen uh, million times more than I have, but you and I've driven that a ton. And I remember we've gone through those 90 miles or however long it is, or 90 minutes, and we've not said a thing to each other. Right. And it's not because we're mad at each other, but, no, it's just, yeah. it's like, there's nothing to talk about. Or if right. there is, we don't want to talk about right yeah. now. We're tired. Yep. But then I also remember some stretches where I remember talking about kind of the suffering in our lives or the hard times that we've yeah. gone through and you get it into these conversations that you just never have. So I love fly fishing because it allows these long mm-hmm. stretches of silence, or it allows these opportunities to, you know, but what I think really works is that even when we're having these <laughs> conversations that are probably deeper, we're not
0: looking at each other in the dining room, right? Right. We're looking out the windshield. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, we can have a conversation you uh, know over dinner, but you're, you're right. So much of it happens uh, more naturally, more organically when we're out on the, the river. What I love about fly fishing together with someone is that a big
1: or important part for me is showing somebody that I caught something, right? It's being able to tell the story on the stream. When you fly fish alone, it's like, yeah, I caught 10 fish and, you know, two over five pounds. And You have to go home and tell somebody, but I just love the whole idea of being able to show somebody in real time, either
0: bragging (laughs) and, uh, showing off or, and then there's accountability because I can say, no, Dave, it was three fish and uh, there was nothing over 12 inches. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I personally love fly fishing, uh, with
1: Steve and, and, uh, I've obviously fished with my son. I fished with other people through the years. Um, but I think fly fishing has allowed this space and our lives for silence it's allowed space for deeper conversations it's also allowed this idea of actually showing somebody that you caught something and kind of yeah. the emotion and the the excitement for me uh of that Yep, yeah, it really is a great rhythm isn't it to a friendship steve i want to hear your answer to that question how do you think fly
0: fishing has played such an important role in our friendship Well, I think it provides a couple of things, and you may have touched on these already, but uh, one is a sense of adventure. Uh, The other is a quest. That is a mission to accomplish. And and I've seen that in guys who served together in the military, although a lot of their shared memories are not happy ones. Uh, I've seen it in teammates, those on the football field. Uh, I was at my son's football game recently. He plays for University of North Dakota, and they honored a team from 1975, and just watching those guys together, I mean, they had really bonded together and now they're in their what, you know, in their 60s, mid 60s. And, and when they get together, it's like they never left each other. And that's right? exactly that's right. Amazing. Yeah. I, I think it's also taught us the value of working together as uh, comrades rather than competitors and i know when we first became friends back in our late teens we we used to argue a lot you know about how big the horns were on an antelope and and i even confess i know this is going to be shocking to <laughs> to rooting for myself when we were fishing we're now uh, i honestly root for you dave and, and and it's because i feel sorry for you <laughs> But, but no, you know, seriously, I, I feel like uh, we're working on this together, and you know, if we're having a, a great day, we get to share it. If we're having a tough day, we we try to solve the issue together. I think it also makes us better fishers. So
1: I just remember this summer when we were where were we? I think we were in Yellowstone. We were fishing tower fall. Right. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. you said, Hey Dave, you know, I don't think I'm deep enough and I'm not getting down. It said the rivers, the, uh, the current is too, is too swift here. And we just need more, you know, split shot. And we don't think we're not deep enough. So just those two simple things. I mean, seriously, I tried that. And within five to 10 minutes, I caught a really nice cutthroat. And, and so there's kind of this shared learning that goes on.
0: And I think one, it just makes me a better fisher yeah that's really true i think too there's the emotional bond that develops and and we've done a lot of things together we've worked on writing projects and that's been fun but i don't know about you but i feel like the the main part of that emotional bond that we've developed has come from our, our times on the river together absolutely i there's a connection here um to when your
1: father passed away um and I knew your father, um, yeah. and you know I was there at the funeral. You know I still remember seeing the
0: baseball caps. You know, mm-hmm. on his, it was, yeah, what was the right. Yankees, Yankees and Cardinals.
1: Why yeah. was that again?
0: He grew up as a Yankees fan. And then when he moved to Illinois, he had a friend who kind of introduced him to the Cardinals. So he, he had a conversion experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're big time Cardinal fans. Yep. So both were represented. But
1: the point simply is, is that the friendship on the river has, has uh, been transferred to other parts of our lives. Yeah, it and, has. um, you know, we have a lot of other things in common. Our kids have played football and, but you know, there's, this deeper part that, you know, you know, I, I, mean, to be honest with you, Steve, I expect you to be at my father's funeral I yep. mean, simply yep. because, um, I know when that happens, uh, hopefully for a long time, but right. when that happens, I'm going to need that
0: friendship. Yep. absolutely well Dave as we start to wrap up today's conversation maybe you can comment on the logistics of of what we do as guys in midlife to make this happen I mean what we have done uh, to make it work I mean we both have families we both have uh, demanding jobs and and we both have financial limitations but we make it work yeah I think all those
1: are true you don't have unlimited money don't have unlimited time and Let me just say, though, that when I started my business when I was 38, I I had the idea that I was retiring at that point. Of course, I had no money in reality to retire, but retirement meant to me... That I was doing what I wanted to do, and holy cow, the suffering that I've gone through over the last you know fifteen years, and you know starting a business, going through the Great Recession, and then coming back out of that, and the ups and downs, has been much more than I'd ever thought it was going to be. But I would have been able to do what I wanted to do, and I made the decision that retirement for me was doing what I wanted to do, and that meant yeah. fly fish, yeah. And um, and so I, I think all this kind of boils down to making it a priority, and it sounds
0: like a cliche, but... Yeah, but it's so true. I mean, I, I think about how many things in my life I've said, you know, I want to do this, and then Five years later, you realize you're still talking about it, and we've, I think we've had the kind of friendship where where we've kept each other accountable to do this. That sounds really funny. Uh, I know, growing up, I always thought when I got older and you know started working, I'd have to discipline myself not to do things like fly fishing too much. But I find it's the opposite. I have to discipline myself to do them, and and I think we've we've been able to do that to to make sure that we're we're not just talking about it but we're saying hey you know we only have so many years left you know we only have so much time and and uh, if, if we're gonna do this we've got to do it now well one of the thoughts I've had especially the last
1: couple of years we've always taken a trip to montana we fish other areas and other places but we typically make it um a yearly trip some years even during some of those hard years we did it two times right probably too much on some level but but i remember thinking last year holy cow what will happen when i can't do this anymore if steve is gone or what will steve do when yeah, i'm gone i thought of that too and it's kind of a it's like a it kind of, it's it's a little bit of a bracing thought. It is, very so um, because so much yeah. of fly fishing is about the whole, right? About what we do and where we go to eat and how we catch fish mm-hmm. and, but I think, um, no, the time is now to make space for this in your life. Because if you're thinking at some point it's going to happen, forget it. Right. Or you're going to have more money so that you can do it. It's just simply
0: not true. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. You, you're you always saying that we need to treat each year as a gift. Yeah, we, we don't take it for granted. We, we plan for another year, but you, don't, you never know, do you? Well, certainly at our age, you start to
1: see people who don't make it you know, for whatever reason. So I think a gift means you simply have to enjoy it in the moment and um, make sure you do it every year and, or whatever the rhythm is for you and and make time and
0: space for it in your life. That's right, and I think we've we've talked about this too. But I think we know that the kind of friendship that we have is rare. I mean, you only have uh, really close friendships come along maybe once, may, maybe twice in your life if you're fortunate. Maybe you have a a handful of of, of friends. I uh, I know a, a guy, a friend of mine named Chris, who who is in his late thirties, and and every year there's about six guys that, including Chris. That went to college together and they they actually go on a trip together they're not fly fishers but they'll go up to the boundary waters they'll sometimes they'll go overseas and they they do it every year and I admire that and 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 think you know that that's a that is a gift you you don't make that many friendships and I guess for those who are uh, saying man I don't have friendships like that well you, you have to start somewhere you know find somebody you think you might you know be compatible with and you know Say, and hey, do something. Yeah, that's don't right. Don't try to be a friend. Yeah, you don't have to do a week-long <laughs> trip to Montana, but, uh, you know, get out and fish together for a day or two, and you do. You have to work at it. You have to work at friendship. Last last
1: thing, there. there's a kind of competition that is really helpful to a friendship and and i think it makes it fun and, and and it kind of spurs each of you on but there's also kind of the competitive spirit that happens between i don't know, i can't speak for women but certainly between guys that is just not productive Right. And doesn't yeah. help with the friendship. Exactly. I don't think yeah. you and I felt that. We live such completely no. different lives.
0: Yeah. Um, and... We root for each other. Absolutely, yeah. that's true. And I think both of us have, have shied away from those, you know, people who, who are always the, you know, they, they've got, we call them the toppers. You know, they got to top you. Whatever you've done, well, you know, I, you caught that 16-incher. Well, I caught a 20-incher and oh, whatever,
1: you know. Yeah, I do, I can say that I get probably as much joy seeing you pull lot of, you know, almost. No, not quite. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is still that right. envy and resentment. That's right. And then the anxiety <laughs> to try to do it myself. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I oh, I'm He's not ten fish. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, there's kind of a non-productive uh,
0: competitive spirit among guys that, it, I mean, it just is not productive. To friendship. Yeah, that's a great point. There, it, it works to a point. It's kind of fun. You know, we do that. We give each other a hard time, but we're rooting for each other as well. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for today. If you have any stories or insights about how fly fishing has enriched your friendships, we'd love to hear them. Please go to twoguysinarever.com and comment on this podcast link. How has fly fishing strengthened or shaped a friendship? Also be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and
1: also subscribe to our podcast via iTunes if you have an iPhone uh, or Stitcher if you have a Droid. You'll need to download an app and uh, the feed will uh, distribute the
0: uh, the the podcast to you well thanks again for listening I'm Steve Mathewson and I'm Dave Getz. until next time we are two guys in a river for the love of fly fishing